My name is Evan Frazier, and welcome to trial episode 2 for After Dark, Lights Out. This episode will consist of one Reddit story and a compilation of various stories and things from Snapchat accounts that I found. I hope you all enjoy. I'm not sure this is the right sub, but here's the story. This happened about seven and a half years ago when I was 13. My grandmother was in the hospital with pneumonia. By the time my family got there, there was about 11 to 15 of us. Yeah, it's a lot, but five of the eight children were there with their families. After a little while, they told us we needed to leave so they could give her some shots. At the time, we didn't know there was a waiting room on the floor. So my uncle suggested we go down to the first floor so we could sit in the ER waiting room. We had to go down on two separate elevators since there were so many of us. Once we did, we got down there and saw two nurses hiding behind a door. When we asked, what's wrong? They said, nothing. You can still go in there. We walked in. It was about 2 p.m. on a Sunday. There was no one in there and the lights were off. Yes, in retrospect, we should have just turned around and walked back out. But like all white people in horror movies, we didn't think anything of it. We met up with the rest of the family. That's when we noticed two other guys. The first man was sitting with his hands behind his back. The second one was standing behind him, holding his wrists together. The man sitting was staring daggers right at me. After about 10 minutes of staring at me, a third man in a hospital security uniform came up and asked if we saw anything. Visibly confused, we said no, and they told us we needed to leave. We went back up on the fourth floor and found the waiting room. It was right next to the psych ward with a sign that said, Stay clear, there is a high chance of flight risks. Now you might be thinking, what's so scary about that story? A random guy was staring at a 13-year-old girl. Well, a little while later, we found out what had happened. The man was sitting with his hands restrained, was a junkie looking for a quick fix. He had walked in and was told that he couldn't get any drugs without a medical reason. So he pulled out a knife and stabbed the woman at reception in the neck. Why we were allowed in the room with this man while the hospital was supposedly in lockdown, I have no clue. I also have no clue where the police were during this whole situation. This story does have a kind of happy ending for the woman, at least. About two years ago, this incident was brought up at a family gathering. My cousin said that the woman did survive. She no longer works for the hospital and has had a lot of difficulties resulting from her injury. But she works as a secretary for a school. So junkie, who stabbed a woman and kept staring at me, let's not meet. I work in insurance, and this is the oddest phone call I've ever gotten. It was around noon when the phone rang. Hello, this is Jim. How can I help you? A woman's voice answered, I'm looking for life insurance for my son, Robert. A small child's voice cut in, Mommy, I don't want insurance. Hush, Robert, you don't even know what insurance is, the woman replied. Well, we have several options for life insurance, I began. People get life insurance for their children all the time. So it didn't really raise any red flags. Holly. Holly, what are you doing? It was a man's worried voice. I'm getting life insurance for Robbie, the woman replied. 
The man's voice softened. Here, I'll go get the insurance. Why don't you go lay down? He took the phone. Sorry about that. Our only child, Robert, died a few weeks ago, and my wife's been a little off ever since. Sorry again. Click. During World War I, a Hungarian soldier named Paul Kern was shot in the head and lost part of his frontal lobe of the brain. However, instead of killing him, the gunshot rather made him unable to sleep, and the man subsequently stayed awake for 40 years until his death in 1955. To this day, researchers are fascinated by this case, but still cannot explain how it was possible for the man to survive for as long as he did without sleep. While John and Clarence Anglin, two of the three men who ever escaped from Alcatraz, were officially reported to have drowned in the bay, their mother received flowers anonymously every Mother's Day until she died, and two very tall, unknown women were reported to have attended her funeral before disappearing. There are historical records that say two children with green skin turned up in a village in England during the 12th century. They spoke an unknown language and rejected any food except for raw beans. One of the children died soon afterward, but the other learned to speak English. She said they came from a world called St. Martin's Land, where there was no sunlight. In 1959, Swedish police recruited a psychic medium to help them find the person responsible for killing a man named John Nilsson. The psychic, Olaf Jonsson, claimed to be able to see the killer anywhere in the world just by touching objects belonging to the victim. Not only did the psychic fail to help police, it later turned out that in a famous photo, the police officer standing right next to him was the killer. One year later, the policeman, Tor Heden, went on to kill nine more people in one night before tying weights to his body, drowning himself in a lake. It was noted as being the worst killing spree in Swedish criminal history. I was at a family Italian restaurant with just my mom as my dad was on a business trip to England. It was family night, and the restaurant had brought in a clown to dance and make animal balloons for the children. He was over at the other side of the room doing the chicken dance with five or six other kids. I begged my mom to go dance with the clown, and she finally caved. I ran over and started doing my thing, flailing my arms around, etc. But then the clown stopped dancing. He then looked at me for a few seconds. At the time, I was unable to sense malice in other human beings but his face burns in my brain. He walks calmly over to me and picks me up. After bouncing me up and down a few times to make sure I wasn't going to scream for my parents, he breaks into a sprint and runs out the door. A few years ago, a friend of mine was babysitting for a wealthy family one night. As you would expect, the house was massive and had quite a few rooms. Before the parents left, 
The father told her that he didn't want her walking around the house and that he would prefer it if she just stayed in one of the rooms to watch TV. After she put the kids to bed, she began watching a movie, but started feeling really uneasy about this big clown statue that was facing the corner. She went to get a drink and then called the father and explained, Hey, is it, the kids are in bed. Is it okay if I switch rooms? The clown statue is really creeping me out. The father responded firmly, Get the kids, get out of the house, and call 911. She asked what, what was going on, but he told her to only call back once she was out of the house. With the police on the way and the kids out of the house, she called him back. He explained, We don't have a clown statue. The kids have been complaining about a clown watching them as they sleep, but we assumed they were having nightmares. In 2007, an unmanned yacht was discovered drifting off the coast of Australia. The engine was running, a laptop was running, the radio and GPS were working, and a meal was set to eat. But the three-man crew were not on board. In tonight's episode, you have heard hospital stabbing by user Annoying Tactician and various other things from Snapchat accounts, horror stories, scariest posts, and dare to add. The link to the story and the accounts will all be found in the description below. If you have enjoyed, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Lights Out After Dark, all one word, for updates on future episodes. And make sure to share with a friend so the podcast can continue to grow. You guys can also hear us on Anchor, Spotify, and now Pocket Casts currently. Hopefully this will continue to grow as we dish out more episodes. And I'd like to thank you all for listening to episode two for the trial run.